0: Kicked off a sermon series, preaching series last Sunday entitled Unregrettable, What We Will Never Regret Doing. Last Sunday I preached from the topic, Give Jesus a Chance. If you've ever given Jesus an authentic, genuine chance, then you will never regret Giving Jesus an authentic and genuine chance to move, intervene, and operate in your life. Today I want to preach from the topic: spending time with God. Spending time with God. If you've ever spent time with God, you don't have any regrets. You might have conviction, but you don't have regrets. Those of us who are real today can say, there's some other folk I've spent time with. I wish my real saints were here with me physically other folk I've spent time with. <laughs> Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Lord, we need you. Speak to hearts, minds, and spirits. Encourage, convict, do your work in our lives. In Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. Spending time with God. If you know anything about the Christian faith, then you know that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the catalyst, champion, and cornerstone of the Christian faith. Without Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There is no salvation, no sanctification, no consecration, no justification, and no glorification. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the catalyst, champion, and cornerstone of the Christian faith. Without Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there is no new life, there is no church life, there is no abundant life, nor will there be eternal life in the presence of God everlasting. Jesus Christ is the catalyst, champion, and cornerstone of the Christian faith. As the catalyst, champion, and cornerstone of the Christian faith, Jesus is our prophet, priest, and king. Jesus is our lion, lamb, and shepherd. Jesus is our friend, joy, and love. Jesus is our deliverer, intercessor, and redeemer. If I had time, I could keep speaking ad infinitum concerning who Jesus is, what he does, and what he will do. Jesus is the catalyst, champion, and cornerstone of the Christian faith. As the catalyst, champion, and cornerstone of our faith, one of the keys to Jesus' fruitfulness as our catalyst, champion, and cornerstone was the time Jesus spent with Almighty God. If you read the gospel narratives of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, then you discover on a regular and consistent basis Jesus spent time with God his Father. According to this New Testament text, Jesus is busy doing the work of the kingdom. As our catalyst, champion, and cornerstone, Jesus is preaching, teaching, discipling, engaging, interceding, and intervening. Yet, While Jesus is busy doing the work of the kingdom, Jesus is also intentional about spending time with God. Despite the busyness of what Jesus is doing for God as Savior, Lord, and Redeemer, Jesus is never too busy to spend time with God. And while we ought to spend time with God, it seems like too many of us have become too busy for God. We ought to be spending time with God in prayer, in the Word of God, meditating on the Word, studying the Word, interceding for our brothers and sisters in Christ Letting God speak to us, musing, rehearsing the goodness of God in our lives. Yet, if the truth be known, too many of us have become too busy for God. Seems like we make time and have time for everything and everybody, but don't have or make time for God preach pastor we have and make time for Hulu Netflix and YouTube but don't have or make time for God we have and make time for IG live Twitter Facebook and whatever social media platform is our preference but we don't have or make time for Almighty God. We have and make time for drama, gossip, rumors, innuendo, mess, and the latest on the Negro Net. Yet we don't have or make time for God. We have and make time for CNN. NBC, ESPN, and C-I-A-A. Amen, somebody. Yet we don't have or make time for God. We have and make time for the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, the NCAA, and the MEAC. But we don't have or make time for God. Out of 168 hours in a week, how much time are we spending with God? Out of 24 hours every day, and let's qualify it 16 waking hours, how much time are we really spending with God? Help me preach this word, saints of the Most High God. As we read this text, our Savior and Lord, in the midst of doing the miraculous and being used by Almighty God, is intentional about spending time with God, His Father. Maybe we don't have peace because we are not spending enough time with God. Maybe we are anxious and frazzled and fractured and mad and cranky and mean because we don't spend enough time with God. Maybe we don't have the joy of the Lord because we ain't spending enough time with the Lord. Maybe we have yet to experience the abundant life that God offers because we have not spent enough time with God. Maybe the problem ain't Jesus, but maybe the problem is we have yet to develop and cultivate a strong relationship with God by spending time with God. Amen. Let me see if I can make it plain. In approximately five weeks, February 14th will be here. Amen. Uh huh. And for those of us who know anything about February 14th, that is Boo and Bake Day. Mm. And more than likely, somebody is going to spend time with somebody. Gonna, you may spend money, you may buy, but more than likely, somebody is going to spend time with somebody. I don't know who said it, but somebody said L-O-V-E is spelled T-I-M-E. You may not buy red bottoms, but you're going to spend some time. You may not buy Godiva chocolate, but you're going to spend some time. You may not go to Sullivan's or Angus Bond, but you're going to spend some time. Because we spend time with who and what we love. Preach, pastor. Maybe we ought to spend time and more intentional time with God. If we love God the way we say we love God. If God is as good to us as we say God is good to us. If God has done what we say God has done for us. If our testimony about God rings true, then why are we not spending more time with God? Jesus, our Savior and Lord, is spending time with God the Father. And if you've ever spent time with God, you and I will never regret spending time with God. I said it earlier. There are some folk we have spent time with. Amen, somebody? That we regret to this day. It may have been 40 years ago. <laughs> it may have been 40 days ago. But we still regret the time we spent with that person or that group of people. Lesson, you bought the mug, you got the t-shirt, don't have to go back there again. You can't get back the time, but it's a lesson about who we spend time with. Jesus is spending time with God the Father and does not regret it. What does this text teach us about spending time with God? This text teaches us that as Jesus spends time with God, Jesus has embraced an example worthy of emulation. Jesus is embracing an example worthy of emulation. Jesus was not the first person to spend time with God. As a good Jewish boy, Jesus grew up reading what we now know is the Old Testament. Jesus heard the stories of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and Joseph. Jesus heard the stories of Moses. Heard the stories of the great heroes and heroines, patriarchs, and matriarchs of the Jewish faith. And Jesus knew the key to a dynamic, fruitful relationship with Almighty God was spending time with God. And Jesus now in the prison tense is doing what Daniel did. Jesus is doing what Abraham did. Jesus is doing what Moses did. Jesus is doing what Joseph did. Jesus is doing what Sarah did. Jesus is doing what his foremothers and forefathers did in spending time with God. But not only is he doing what they did He's also providing an example worthy of emulation. Peter is looking and paying attention. James and John are looking and paying attention. Thaddeus and Simon are looking and paying attention. And Jesus as Savior and Lord has to provide an example worthy of their emulation and imitation. There's somebody looking at our example. Our children are paying attention not just to what we say, but paying attention to whether or not we really spend time with God. People that... We influence our paying attention to whether or not we are genuine and authentic and real in our relationship with God. Or whether Sunday morning is just a Sunday morning experience and we go live the way we live without spending any time with God Monday through Saturday. If we come on Sunday morning, we ought to have spent time with God every other day that God allows us to see. And let me just preach it like the Holy Spirit gives it to me. Ain't none of us that busy that we don't have time for God. If we make time for everything else, we can make time for God. Jesus has embraced An example worthy of emulation and in the midst of embracing that example, he is an example for those who are looking at him. Not only is he embracing an example worthy of emulation, Jesus is allowing the Father to replenish his resources. Jesus, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the second person in the Trinity, is spending time with his heavenly Father because Jesus is human and divine. He is the incarnation of God the Father. In his divinity, he can do the miraculous, but in his humanity, he gets tired. And Jesus has been used by God to heal a man who has the disease of leprosy. If you read verses 12 through 15, this man has come with the debilitating disease of leprosy. Jesus is used by God to heal this man of leprosy. If you read the continuing verses, in Luke chapter 5, Jesus then heals another man who is a paralytic. In between two miraculous deeds, Jesus spends time with God. Jesus has allowed or is allowing God to replenish his resources. Let me help somebody on this Sunday morning. If God is using you in any way, shape, or form, you got to allow God to pour into you before you seek to be used of God. Let me help somebody. I know you are strong. I know you are virile. I know you are man or woman God says you are, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. But if God rested on the seventh day, who are you and I to believe there will never be a time in life for God who rested on the seventh day to pour into us because we have expended resources to be used by God. Jesus was used by God, and before Jesus allowed God to use him again, Jesus spends time with God so God can replenish the resources that Jesus has expended and that he will need to be used of God in the future. After you preach, spend time with God. After You sing, saints, spend time with God. After you serve as the host or hostess, 252 with the most, spend time with God. After you do anything representing God, spend time with God so God can pour back into you what you have expended. If you've ever been to a restaurant, the host or hostess, the waiter or waitress will only fill your cup when they see it is empty. This ain't deep, but it is spiritually profound. If the cup is filled, it is a sign They don't need to fill it. But as the cup becomes empty because we have partaken of what was ever in the glass, a good waiter or waitress will pour back in what has been used. We serve a great and awesome God who if we let him By slowing down, we'll pour back into us what has already been extended, expended, because we have been willing to slow down and spend time with him. I'm not done. Let me tell you one more thing. As Jesus spends time with God, he embraces an example worthy of emulation As Jesus spends time with God, he allows God to replenish his resources. As Jesus spends time with God, Jesus is expressing appreciation for the activity of the Almighty. Jesus is expressing appreciation for what God has done. Let me make it plain for you. Prayer, spending time with God, is more than just writing a laundry list of what we want. Too many of us have a Christmas mentality when it comes to God. Give me this. Give me that. Give me a little something of this. Give me a little bit of that. Give me, give me, give me. I dare somebody to thank God for what God has done before you ask God for something new. As we grow in our walk with God, we discover that prayer is not just supplication. Prayer is not just asking Prayer is not just requesting. They ought to be a real component and ingredient in every prayer where we just thank God for what God has done and praise God for what God is going to do. And I just believe in my sanctified imagination that as Jesus is spending time with God, Jesus is thanking God for what he's already done and praising God for what he's about to do. Jesus has healed a man of leprosy. A few hours ago, Jesus healed somebody of leprosy. A little later, Jesus is about to heal somebody who is a paralytic. In between two miracles, I believe Jesus is thanking God and praising God. And maybe that ought to be the motto of our prayer life. I dare you to thank God for what God has done and praise God for what God is going to do. Thank God for waking you up this morning, but praise God for your lunch that you're about to eat in a few hours. Thank God for what God has
1: done all week, but praise God for what God is going to do next week. Thank God for where God has brought you from, but praise God for where God is gonna take you. Thank God for what he did in 2021. But praise God for what he's gonna do in 2022. Thank God for what he did in December. But praise God for what he's gonna do next week. Thank God for what he did for your grandmama. But praise God for what he's gonna do for your grandchildren. Thank God for where he's brought you from. But praise God for where he's gonna take you. I dare you to thank God and praise God. Thank Him and praise Him, praise Him and thank Him, thank Him and praise Him, praise Him and thank Him. Let everything, let everything, let everything that have breath, thank God and praise God. Thank Him. Praise Him. Thank Him for what He's done. Praise Him for what He's
0: going to do. We will never regret spending time with God. Let me help That that That's the word for somebody. Well, that's the word for everybody. Well, you wonder what's wrong with you. You ain't spent enough time with God. You ain't spending enough time with God. You spend time with folk who drain you. But you ain't never spent enough time with people that energize you. Gimme this, gimme that. Some folk are professional drainers. Can I have? Can I get a little something? Can I please keep sweat. Nobody is gonna fuel your faith, energize and catalyze your life more than God. I don't know what's wrong with me. Don't treat spending time with God as an option. Don't speak, don't treat spending time with God as a accessory. See it as a necessity. You brush your teeth every day, at least I hope you do. You put clothes on every day, amen. There's some stuff you just do. We got to see spending time with God as something we do. Get in the word. Get in the word. Spend time with God. Read to him. I don't know where to start. Start in we in Proverbs this month. February, read the 28 days in February. Holy Ghost just gave me this. Read the Gospel of Matthew. 28 days in February. Read read Matthew. Amen. Amen. Pray. What, what do you want to see God do in your life? What do you want to see God do around you? God knows there's enough to pray for. If you watch the news, you, can, you got something to pray for. If you on Twitter, God knows you got something to pray for. My brother, my sister, if you are not... Saved, we want to lead you to Christ. We want to lead you to Christ. Young, old, doesn't matter. We want to lead you to Jesus Christ. Go to the contact tab. It gives the ABCs of salvation. If you're saved but don't have a church home, we want you to go to the contact us tab and join us and follow and accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord and unite with Watch Chapel. Every Christian needs a church home. Every Christian needs a church home where you are connected, active, involved, where folk know you. Amen. 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 I grew up in Maryland, but I vote in North Carolina because I live here. I know my precinct. I know my state representative. Amen. I I, I don't live up top no more. <laughs> I live here. So I'm involved here. I'm active in this community. I'm, I'm saying something to somebody. You ain't in the 252 no more. We love you, we appreciate you. Don't turn off or tune off yet. We are extending the virtual right hand of fellowship to our brothers and sisters in Christ who have united with Watch Chapel. Praise be to God, what, 68 saints, amen? 68 saints in 2021, a pandemic, amen. Uh, God is still blessing Watch Chapel. Let me say this word of appreciation and gratitude. Thank you for your ongoing support of this church, this ministry. We have made the decision we've made to keep the saints safe. We made the decision we made to keep the saints safe. And if you've been paying attention, I bet everybody knows somebody who has tested positive. It ain't them no more. It's us. It's us. It's real. It's real. It's real. And as pastor, as leaders of this congregation, we have made the decision we made to keep the saints safe. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. Amen. 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 Amen.